Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, here we are on the road in Encinitas, California, about 20 minutes north of San Diego. We were here in November for the debut of this car, the Toyota BC4X, kind of complicated name. But uh, here we are with Michael Huge. He is the Chief Commercial Revenue Officer for ChargePoint. So first of all, thank you, Michael, for being here with us. Glad to be here, Javier. Thank you. So we just had the technical presentation for the car. For now, we cannot talk about pricing, range, and other aspects of, of, of the car uh, for the embargo with Toyota. But we had a Q&A that was supposed to be like 10 minutes. It went like 45 minutes. <laughs> Lots of questions. <laughs> and we are the quote-unquote experts. <laughs> and uh, so since we're going to talk about Monte Car, I think there's a lot of people, not, not only including journalists, I mean the general public, the people who are going to buy this car. And, I mean, this is a complete new game. Even though electric cars, I mean, Toyota has been making electric cars for a while. Tesla has been on the road for a while, also more than 10 years now. But still people have a lot, a lot of questions. So... Yep. Let's uh, let's start by how do you charge an electric car? Yeah. Very simple question. Yeah, I know it's like you like you charge your phone, but it's a little bit more complicated than that. Yeah, not so bad, but you're right. I mean, and, and that's the right way to think about it. It's basically it's like a phone, and so people who don't drive electric often go, "How long does it take to charge?" Yeah. Well, I never ask that question because I never wait. I never wait for it to charge. Mm-hmm. Six. I've had an EV for four years. Yeah. Six times I've gone to a fast charger along the route to somewhere and needed the charge. Six times in four years. So the, And you live where? I live in Northern California. Oh, okay. So, I, to be fair, this is where most of the infrastructure is. Yeah, but... I, but it's growing. Agreed. And that will, that will change over time, right? There's a bunch of money coming in to support yeah. and enable that. But, I mean, the truth is, I wake... You know, how long does it take to charge? It, it takes as long as for me to take the cable out of the station and plug it into yeah. my vehicle and then I walk inside and I generally charge at home and at the office. Those are the two places where something like 92% of charging takes place. And then uh, occasionally on that road trip to see grandma or to go to the mm-hmm. cottage or whatever, that's when the fast charging is important. Um, and so the, then, you know, and what we heard today from the Toyota folks was less than an hour. Yeah. My experience is it's, nobody runs it down to zero. 
So I'll it's like they got the, the the tank in the gas car, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Like nobody goes all the way down. I mean, some people do. Yeah. <laughs> so so in all the charges we've done in fast charging for that use case, the average is about 22 minutes yeah. that people spend because you just get a fill up. Uh, uh, you don't get a fill up. You you get enough charge to get to your destination, and then you charge when you get there. So and uh, now let's talk about the speeds because um, or or the the total charge or the levels. No, let me put the question. In, yeah, yeah, right. In an easier way. So the levels, level one, which is like the phone uh, charger at home. Yep. That's gonna take according to Toyota like 50 hours. Yeah. Level two, nine hours. Uh, the ones that you install at home. We're gonna talk more about those details. And then level three, as you just said, like 22, 20, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. Yeah. So like on the road trip. Can you explain why is that time so different? Yeah, so the 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 level one, as they as they, as they described it, is sort of that uh, travel charger, right? So it comes in the car, and you you have it, and that's it. it and it, it's only it's trickling a charge from your household outlet. Yeah. So it's just going to take a long time. Um, my, my version of that is the use case for that is when you go uh, to grandma's house or to somebody's house that doesn't have a charger and you're going to spend the weekend, then you would use that. But by and large, most folks won't use that because today... This, it's not practical, really, yeah, right? The BZ4X has, what was the range, 240? Yeah, around that. So if a battery is that big, you really want a home charger that's going to charge it overnight. You really do. So I think what's going to happen is the included charger, and we're seeing it today, some vehicles will come without the included mm -hmm. charger because you really want to buy a home charger. Yeah. And so, and that's the one that will take nine hours. And the truth is, um, and that's from zero to full, I I almost never am at zero, right? Uh, when I when I pull out of my driveway every morning, yeah. I'm full. <laughs> and you probably ride, uh, drive an average... 40, 50 miles, and I don't know, like, yeah. so more than enough. You have in yeah. this car or like most of the electric cars. So to, to put it into simpler terms, is uh, the level one charger compared to the two or three, it's like the size of a hose, let's say. So if you have a smaller hose, yeah. you're gonna drip a little yeah. bit of energy and then like more, the bigger the hose, you're gonna put like more. But, and that's, not even, that's not even just an analogy, that's a truth, yeah. right? So on the, on the fast chargers, the cable yeah, and, and, and is heavier, right? So, like, it's heavy to lift off because it's got to, you know, it's got to send a lot of charge down there. And you also have to cool that because it doesn't, you don't want it to heat up. So, uh, is it is literally and figuratively true. It's a, it's a narrow cable mm -hmm. in the level one. It's a bit, you know, sort of half inch thick in the level two. And then, it, you know, it can be much thicker than yeah. that for the fast charger. And then let's talk now about the capacity to absorb that, absorb that energy that's coming into the car. Because it's, this is like when HDTV or 4K Now TV is coming. I remember I used to work at Univision, the Spanish TV network. Yeah. And we broadcasted the World Cup from Germany. And we, quote unquote, advertise it 4K, yeah, broadcasting 4K. <laughs> well, actually, no, they say the film in 4K, which was true because the cameras were 4K, but we were not broadcasting it in 4K oh, because that, right? that technology wasn't available <laughs> for everybody and you needed a 4K TV to take it in. And who won that World Cup, by the way? Uh, France. No, Italy. Italy. Oh, that's Italy, right. When, uh, when Zidane uh, headed Maserati. And oh, the, that's, that was that one. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Okay. So that anyway, was an important yeah. interlude. We had to get to that. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, 
when that happened, like 4K was coming in and all that. So the car has to be ready to absorb that yeah. ton of energy too, right? So yeah. like, can you explain that? Because you can have a fast charging station, but if the car doesn't have that capacity to absorb it, it's going to take longer too. That's correct. That's correct. So in, in increasingly cars, the, the cars that are coming out now and going forward will take a very fast charge and that won't be a limiting factor. The chargers are getting faster too. So it used to be you'd have a 50 kilowatt charger or a uh, or a 120 kilowatt charger. Now it's 150 kilowatt chargers. And up to 300. Up I think, to 300 now. And so the, the use cases for those super fast chargers are still pretty limited because most cars won't take yeah. that, right? So, so the reality is that it's going to make a ton of sense in a bus depot and um and in a in a truck depot you know think of this as logistics companies charging their vehicles all of that um but you know what we're seeing we're seeing it in other models where they will take a, a, a reasonably fast charge and consumers care about that um um so i think we'll see that continue to come down so they have to have the capacity in the vehicle to absorb to take it to take it and then they have to have the charger that can do it So, um, and it will limit itself to whatever the vehicle will take. So exactly. the vehicle yeah. tells yeah. it what to do, and it it reacts. You cannot eat as much as, as it wants just because it's available. Let's say, yeah. let's put it that way. So now let's get to ChargePoint. So ChargePoint is partnering with Toyota for this vehicle to offer clients or consumers the level two charger, right? And as we heard in the Q&A session. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of discussion. How much is cost? How is it? What are the variables? I mean, like, there's no one answer for that, right? Like, right. And you, you put it really clearly. I said it can go from zero to 10,000. I don't know, whatever. So can you explain that? Why is that uh, so different? Yeah, so the charger is $699. But having your home ready to distribute that kind of power varies by home. So it's true. Some folks would have could have their effectively their dryer outlet, if you want to call it that, in the garage or outside, and then they would basically be able to just plug it right in. So the charger, sorry for the interruption, is just like the box with a plug, and like if it was your dryer, you just put it into the wall, and then the cable goes out of that box to the car. That's right. Okay. That's right. And um, and then in other cases. You may have to upgrade your panel. You have a panel in your electrical panel in your house, and you may have to upgrade the panel. That's the extreme case, because then upgrading the panel costs money, and then the other piece that runs the runs the power, runs the cable underneath the home over to where you want to yeah, put the charger. You got a dig, and that's gonna yeah, that's all gonna keep cost. increasing. Yeah. So I think that the range is sort of zero to you know could be three thousand dollars. I think the average we've seen is somewhere between uh, you know sort of. 500 bucks to 1500 bucks yeah. in that range i have to say uh, I, i installed one not from charge point but from other company and the price for the charge was more or less the same and the installation was 500 so yeah. it was easy because it was like maybe 30 feet away from the box yep. a little bit of digging not too much because it was next to the to the wall and out to the door and it was it was super fast super fast yeah and, and and the truth is you know as more electric vehicles show up And, and everybody's committing to go fully electric, while, while it seems like a lot of money, and it is at the time of purchase, you're going to have it for a long time. Yeah. Right? You, it, this car will be electric. The next one will be electric. 
you'll have a charger and you just you know and it'll service all vehicles so it's fine so that technology as you said that's not going to change because it's really electricity it's just like a way as we were talking about the analog about the the host this is just a box that gets it in and gets it out in a safe way yep so that is not going to change in the foreseeable future, like in 5, 10 years, 20 years, because it, electricity won't change either. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> right. The only thing that could change is the interface. But yeah. the, the, the reality is, with the exception of Tesla, everybody has basically standardized. And you can buy an adapter for... Like, yeah, and you can music. buy an adapter yeah. for a Tesla, yeah. So, excellent. So ChargePoint has other solutions, right? Like you have other, you have a network of stations also. Yeah, that's right. Can you talk about that? Yep. Yeah, so... Um, so we've been uh, servicing this market. To be honest, the company's 14 years old, which is amazing because electric cars weren't around 14 years ago. Um, and and really, it's it's a network of chargers, and that's the, the idea behind it. So even in the dash we're looking at here in the BZ4X, you can find ChargePoint chargers via an app that we help we're helping them with that shows you where all the chargers are. So it is a network of chargers. Um, some of them are public so that you can charge when you're on the road. Maybe it's at the library. Maybe it's at a convenience store. Um, some of them are private. So if I'm an employer and I've got, I want, oh, to, pro- okay. I want to provide charging for yeah, my yeah, employees, employees yeah. but I don't want the jogger who's running, you know, mm-hmm. looking for... I see a f- that at a park in my house. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah, so there's a mix of public and private um, charging. And, uh, and so, yeah, so we have a business in... In the workplace side, which is still the biggest part. Oh, okay. So employees providing charging for their employees as an amenity, like a gym membership. Yeah. Um, so we see that as the most common one. Also, like supermarkets, uh, shopping centers. Yeah, and the, and the, and for the, employees, I mean. Yeah. Yep. And then um, municipalities providing to you know clean the air in their communities, and then uh, you know parking companies provi- you know providing charging as part of the service with their parking. And there's other use cases in that line. Retail, so I want you to stay in the store, mm-hmm. buy more stuff. You know, they'll put in charging to enable you to, to attract you to the location. And again, all of that's going to be available yeah. via the map, and then you'll find the retail location, and then you'll... And in those cases of stores, shopping centers, whatever, there might be an incentive from the store to give you the charge for free or included in the price or whatever. Yeah, there's that... nothing free, but like... Including the yeah, price, that's right? Right. There's nothing free. <laughs> no free lunch in America. <laughs> that's right. But but yeah, I mean, I think making money on the energy, I think, is a silly idea. Yeah. Making money when somebody's at your location by selling them a Coke, uh-huh. you know, a snack, a coffee. Make them buy more. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, that, that that's how people should think about it. It's how retailers feeling inconvenient should think about it because it's an opportunity to grow their business. But putting... Charging will democratize, and the idea that someone's going to charge more for a commodity yeah. just doesn't make yeah, sense. Doesn't make... So now let's talk about the challenges, because obviously this is, an even though the company is 14 years old, you said, yeah. uh, new, you already have a lot of experience, but there's like things changing, more cars coming in, like apartment buildings and all this kind of thing. And uh, so what are the biggest challenges that you're facing right now? Yeah. Yeah, so um, we're excited about it, right? T- to be honest, we've been waiting for this for a long time. Yeah, 14 right? years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we're excited that we're where we are. Um, it will come with its challenges, right? So we've got, you know, we're in a really good position in the marketplace. We have to hold that position and grow that position. So, um, you know, that's what we want to do. But the reality is, I think it's events like this that is my 
you know, where I think we have to make an imprint. Yeah. People don't understand how it works. People don't understand how the vehicles go. They don't understand how what they have to think about. They don't understand how to charge. And so I think our, our biggest challenge is to help educate the marketplace. And as one of the leaders in the space, they take that as a responsibility. Um, there are challenges ahead, right? So getting infrastructure in the ground to support uh, those fleets that we talked about a minute ago. I mean, you're going to have to put in mm-hmm. a, fair, a fair bit of electrical infrastructure in order to support that. Um, and then getting uh, the policy side, all the incentives aligned, any enablement required um, so that it can move quickly will be, you know, it, it continues to be a challenge. But the truth is the infrastructure will, won't be the problem. It, so we're not going to run out of energy either. We're not going to run out of energy. You know, all, you know, we were sitting in that. Yeah, night, in we the sun. Si- we were sitting in that nice conference room up there, I too, know. with really energy-efficient lights. Exactly. So the demand for electricity has actually come down yeah. over the okay. last few years so, because of all oh, the energy okay. efficiency in the lighting. I'm more relaxed now. <laughs> so there's a little capacity out there, yeah. which is great. And then, um, but, you know, it's the speed to get those projects developed, right? So we work with all of the utilities and we, you know, this customer wants to go enable this infrastructure project. Yeah. They have to go run the power, potentially upgrade the transformer, other things. And so um, those projects will have to move quickly. And those what we call shovel-ready projects are getting prioritized and simplified for permitting and, and, and all of that. That's where I, I would love to see some speed. Yeah. Because with the Biden infrastructure bill coming... Um, and all the utility and grant funding that's out there already, there will be a burden on all of that process in order to make it happen fast, and consumers want to see it. So, finally, because we're almost running out of time, I don't know if you have the number, but if we compare like the number of gas stations that we have now in the country and how many charging points do we need for this explosion of EVs, do you have that number? Yeah, so this is fun. Okay. Um, and I'm not a math major, but my boss no, I'm is. I'm worse. Don't worry. So, so think about this for two, for a moment. 92% of the fuel goes into the vehicle at home or at work. Okay. So that's 9 out of 10 gas stations we may or may not need yeah, in the anymore. future, yeah. right? Um, and so I think, uh, I think as we look at it, um, the local on the corner gas station probably will have a hard time transitioning because you and I will show up yeah. fully fueled every day, ready to go. Um, the highway destinations and, and those will, you know, have an opportunity to go not make money on the energy, but make money by servicing those customers with Cokes and smokes yeah. and whatever else they want. So I think there's an opportunity out there. Um, so in essence, in, uh, the number of fast charging stations that we need for the next 20 years um, it is it could be fully funded if it goes well through the infrastructure bill and the utility and grant funding that's enabled. Meaning the amount of money in in those different sources yeah. exceeds the demand the required. Need. Okay. The, the issue is a little bit of visibility because drivers don't see charging fast charging so they're know. like well they don't exist. Well they do exist but you see, yeah, and I and I always been saying since all these uh, explosion of EV cars is coming out, like we can talk, we can do videos, we can write articles, but as long as people don't get into a car yeah. and experience it for a week, they they won't probably get it. I hope this will help. It was very informative from you, but I think I encourage people, and probably you do too. Yeah, get in a car, get in, try a car. It for a car, 
for a, a week. Everything uh, changes in a week. Yeah, exactly. Then you, as you were saying, oh, there's one charger. I wasn't looking. There's another one. Yeah. So people will find them, right? Totally. And then you become a creature habit. You know the places you go. Yeah. Everything's good. Excellent. Well, thank you very much, Michael. You got it. And uh, we're going to go out and drive this car now. And we'll uh, stay tuned for the, our impressions of the car later on. Thank you. You got it. Thanks. Thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.